0: nike marvel mcdonald's you may have heard of them well all of them are going in on nfts seoul korea will be the first city government to join the metaverse and people are concerned about the irs's new reporting requirements placed within the new quote infrastructure bill unquote we're coming off the high of our latest NFT launch and we're gearing up for the next one in just a few days. Nifty is as Nifty does on our Nifty News, episode number 107 of the Nifty Show.
1: Looking into the future, what do we see? It's lined with digital collectibles, we call them NFTs. Games, trading cards, digital art, and those crypto kitties. Joel and Zach are the hosts you'll know, Joel and the lord it's set go it's the nifty really kind of spiffy the nifty show
0: welcome to the nifty show episode number 107 i'm joel Com, and i'm zach Com. wow we, we both have the same name crazy it's almost hereditary it's almost almost what would it take for it to become hereditary at this point
1: I would take for that to not have been an opportune moment for a comedic beat. So
0: how many times did I say NFT or nifty in that teaser? It's like, maybe we need some new terms. Even digital collectibles is, is old. Yeah.
1: Yeah there's always a sort of marketing rush, though, right? Every time a term begins to grow stale, a bunch of of marketing people will try to to claim the the next trendy term and get that to catch on. But we haven't seen anybody successful with that yet. Nifty, 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 nifty,
0: nifty. You know, earlier today, we pre-recorded an interview for Thursday's show. The show is done live at five o'clock Eastern time every Thursday at nifty.show forward slash YouTube and other channels. But the guest that we have lined up for this week wasn't able to be there live. And so we pre recorded.
1: Do you want to tell everybody what they can expect on Thursday? You can expect an appearance from Joel Zimmerman, aka Dead Mouse, the hit, legendary EDM producer. Who has been producing music since he was, uh, I believe, 15 or 16?
0: Yeah. And wearing a big mouse helmet for the last, what, 21, 22 years of his career Mm -hmm. as part of his thing. Fascinating interview. And um, before we started recording, you told me that there was something about him that surprised you. Do you want to tell people what that was so
1: they can know what to look forward to? These really successful, insanely successful people, um, you only see the facet of them that is relevant to whatever they're uber successful for, right? But uh, what what I'm figuring out as I spend time on this show is that every uber successful person has something to them that you don't see every day. And with Joel Zimmerman, it's how knowledgeable he is about technology that doesn't have anything to do with music production. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, we had some interesting walks down memory lane as he was bringing up old tech. And I'm like, oh, man, I haven't heard that term in in years. So it's a lot of fun. Put it on your calendar for Thursday at five for Nifty Show episode number 108. But today, we are going to talk about the news in the NFT world. And let's face it, if we were going to talk about news until there wasn't any more news, well, we would be a 24-hour NFT network and never go off the air because it's impossible to keep up.
1: So sounds like an amazing idea. A (laughs) 24-7 NFT news network. Yeah. There's something to that. Yeah. The NNN,
0: right? Nifty news network. (laughs) Just call it. Mm. <laughs> well, let's jump into CoinGecko.com in the NFT a section of the site. It is November 9th, 935 p.m. A.S.T. Uh, here in Puerto Rico, we don't change our times while the rest of y'all are falling back. We're staying put. So, Zach, you're now three hours behind me. Whoops. Sorry, I'll I'll pick up the slack soon. I promise. Yeah, well, especially if you move here, that's going to be something. The uh, the total crypto market cap sitting over three trillion right now, board apes and mutant apes and cool cats holding up the top three spots would really love to see the um, coin gecko Trading volume on these collections expand outside of Ethereum because uh, the top 25 are all Ethereum. And I guarantee you that there are others on other platforms that have done more volume or have more owners involved. And um, it's, it's starting to irritate me just a little bit.
1: I also noticed that uh, the vast majority of them, if not all of them, I'm not knowledgeable about all of these projects on the top list. Uh, we'd, We'd love to see more projects that aren't one of ones. Yeah, that seems like the
0: Ethereum community and also Solana community to some degree have really taken to this notion of owning a unique piece of art that they may like, they may not, but it is the key that unlocks access to the community and any experiences that that community is going to deliver. And we're seeing on WAX, a different ecosystem where there is, a, there are a few generative projects, but most of the projects on WAX are pack-based where you open a pack and you get cards. They're games, there's staking, there's utility. And we just don't see a whole lot of
1: that on Ethereum. I can tell you that uh, I definitely have uh, a number of one-of-one projects uh, in my future. Uh, probably in our future, but, uh, not so keen on releasing those on Ethereum. I much prefer the warm and wonderful community that we have on wax. It is warm there. It's in a, it's in a nice, it's in a nice climate. And
0: I I would really like to see some of these L2 solutions begin to take the spotlight, you know, whether it is flow or Matic or, um, uh, phantasma well matic is polygon they are oh, actually okay. the same thing um palm is what um gary v's site candy is using for their sports cards it's l Two solution there's a number of others uh, avalanche being one it would be great to see more traction over there in fact when we talk to uh dead mouse um and release that interview on thursday you'll discover that they are releasing the generative set on Polygon. So they're going to try and lead the way to this gasless experience on OpenSea, which I'm a big fan of because gas sucks. It it is needless money thrown at Ethereum miners. That's that's all it is. It is piles and piles of cash thrown at uh, Ethereum miners. And I've got nothing against Ethereum miners. It's just wasted money, though, as a consumer. The proof of work just sucks in general. Hmm. but it is more decentralized, right? The, the debate goes on that, you know, you go to a blockchain like Wax and it's highly centralized. There is, you can call the CEO, you know, of Wax. You can, there's an address for them, but you can't say, I want to speak to the CEO of Ethereum
1: because it's decentralized. I think that the, the Wax Guild system needs further iteration. That's a protocol a method that has not been explored a whole lot. Not that I've seen. So
0: the lead story we have here on the show this week is from Variety.com, and they have put out a special report on NFTs and entertainment uh, industry analysis following this. And, of course, the first piece of data that we see in this is a chart for global sales of nfts on the ethereum blockchain broken down quarterly which by the way the uh, the first line in uh, the article is something that i've been saying since december of last year 2021 is the year of nft thank you very much thank you dropping the mic right here variety glad to see you guys catching up look at this chart it's really q3 2020 that it begins to trend upwards and then, ba-boom, first quarter, we go from quarter four, $51 million in USD global sales to quarter one of this year, $726 million.
1: Yeah. And for our audio listeners, just, just trying to visualize uh, a chart where there's just these tiny little bars hanging out for every quarter uh, in the past couple of years. And then in quarter one of 2021, it just slams to the right side because there are Uh, So there's almost 10 times, well, no, more than 10 times the growth between last quarter of 2020 and the beginning of 2021.
0: This data comes from nonfungible.com. I actually get their report each quarter. And once again, I'm disappointed that they have not uh, either staffed up. I'm assuming it's that they haven't staffed up to get the data, but it says right in the report that the majority of the data that they're tracking is Ethereum and not other chains. And they mentioned Solana and Wax. And I'm like, this I look, I like the guys at nonfungible.com, but I don't feel like they're fully serving the whole NFT community when you're leaving out these chains that have tens of thousands of people that are participating in them. And I feel like it provides an incomplete picture and really perpetuates the notion that Ethereum is the place to be for NFTs. And it's simply not the case and it won't always
1: be the case one of the barriers to overcome here is how much of the the sentiment on different blockchains is rooted in just the sheer revenue, because that's the only reason to be on Ethereum in the first place is the sheer revenue. People are going there to chase down more money.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. No doubt about it. So they asked a series of questions to compile this analysis. And the first one I find really amusing. It's a uh, which type of NFT, if any, would you like to own? And the biggest answer from all age groups, from teenagers all the way up to uh, those over 60, was not interested in NFTs. 48% for 15 to 29 year olds, and 88% for those over 60, not interested in NFTs. And for the majority of people, it just means they don't get them yet, they don't understand them yet. And of course. All of those, I would say, the vast majority of those, fifteen to twenty-nine, that answer not interested in NFTs, that forty-eight percent, I would say, five years from now, that number would go down to five to seven percent.
1: You might be right. I can see. I can see that. But you know, at the same time, none of this is is surprising. The younger generations that are growing up in the middle of this development, um, who are not yet set in their worldly ways, are. Of course going to be more likely to pick up on these things yes and uh give it time give
0: it time it's still i i still find it amusing when i go on uh twitter or wherever and there's people talking trash about nfts i mean somebody i said something on an unrelated twitter thread this week and somebody had to come back in and say keep selling your scam nfts like What is a scam NFT exactly? I don't even know. Here's a
1: picture of of the ignorance that is driving this this absolute hatred of NFTs. One of the founders, I think the CEO of Discord, which is the communication platform that we most frequently use, especially for building and engaging with our own communities. Because Facebook is crap and you should
0: set your account on
1: fire and never use it again. He posted a tweet that just said probably nothing. And it was a screenshot of him. Uh, building an integration between Discord and Ethereum with a MetaMask button on it. Now, clearly, the most likely use for this is for people to use MetaMask to securely and more easily log into Discord. But all of the NFT haters start circling this post like vultures saying, Oh no, you're destroying the planet now too. Please don't do this. It's it's hard to watch. It's a spectacle. Um, not the kind that I enjoy watching. But it's the same thing
0: over and over again. Every time there's a new technology, there are those who pioneer it. There are those who are curious enough to become early adopters. And, and, and any time that happens, um, the first phase of that is they laugh at you. Or in this case, they get angry at you. But whatever it is, they, they fight you. And eventually, they understand it. And they feel real stupid later on. For, uh, for having pushed back and cried so much. But it's fine. We're, we're having fun. And uh, those of you who are listening, you're in the know. You're here early. And, it, and it's a good thing. And speaking of those who don't get it, the IRS and the governments of the world, they don't get it. There's a lot of groups that are concerned about a provision in the new infrastructure bill which is not an infrastructure bill. It is an opportunity to spend more money than we have on programs that we don't need. Uh, it's called the Digital Assets Provision, and it may require reporting all crypto transactions to the Internal Revenue Service. And you know, a- as it is right now, if you get um, more than $10,000 in cash or equivalents Uh, for business transactions, you have to report them or face felony charges. Well, the new law would expand the definition of cash to include digital assets. So imagine having to report receiving, buying, selling any NFT that has value to it uh, in your tax filings to the
1: IRS. It sounds to me like one gigantic effort to simply discourage people from dealing with NFTs at all because right. they're aware of how much pain this causes and they're aware that they're operating in a system that will not tell you how much you owe the government in taxes but will punish you for getting that number wrong.
0: Yep, that is the goal and uh, this is why many people are looking at alternative places to live other than the United States. I, I never thought it would say this in my lifetime. But um, there are a lot more people that are renouncing their citizenship because of the over the heavy handedness and the stripping of freedom that people have in the alleged land of the free home of the brave. And uh, so we'll we'll keep an eye on this, see if uh, Uncle Joe um, signs this bill, which probably will, because it's one point two trillion dollars and those people love spending your money those who never did anything in their lives in the first place love
1: to control others and so friendly that, reminder that most of our elected officials, especially at the federal level, were bred for politics and live in families that are deeply intertwined not only with government affairs but often with other extremely powerful institutions such as the media and banking. That's not conspiracy you can just you can just look up any relationship ties you like and you're going to find family members uh, in these positions of power going back decades and sometimes centuries. ah, take that tinfoil hat off,
0: Zach. (laughs) The aliens are not trying to suck your brain dry. They can't have it. Damn it. They can't have it. You found this
1: piece, and this is what forward thinking is all about. Which absolutely doesn't surprise me. Uh, So Seoul will be the first city governments to join the metaverse. Seoul is... One of the electronic capitals of Asia, the other electronic capital, of course, being Tokyo, for the, the sheer uh, enormous influence that Tokyo has on Western uh, consumer electronics, uh, especially. But uh, South Korea and, and Seoul, in particular, has, has often been known as uh, the esports capital of the world because they have embraced an industry surrounding competitive gaming. And in fact, uh, much in the same way that uh, people here in the US will frequently dream of growing up to join the NFL or the NBA, esports is sort of Seoul's uh, equivalent. Esports is South Korea's equivalent. And so it's no surprise to me uh, that their government declared that they would enter the metaverse with a variety of public services and cultural events made available on this new implementation of the internet. Uh, the article goes on to say that if the plan is successful, sole residents can visit a virtual city hall to actually uh, perform tasks that they would otherwise have to visit city hall in person to do, such as filing a civil complaint. Uh, the investment that they're putting into this is about the equivalent of $3.3 million, and it's part of a 10-year plan for the city established by the mayor, uh, which they say aims to improve social mobility among citizens and raise the city's global competitiveness, which I think they are absolutely on track to do with this move.
0: I think it's great that they're doing it. I wonder if they're going to have a, uh, a squid game in the metaverse. Because Probably not. <laughs> That is the that is the home of the Squid Game. So, uh, moving forward, and we'll see uh, see where this goes. Is it good for society, or is uh, is it going to separate us more from one another? And what happens to personal contact? I I, I don't know how this is going to end. Is it going to yeah, be dystopian? Is it? I don't know.
1: Some would argue that we're already living in a dystopia, but I would I would probably call those people pessimists. Some would argue that we're living in the matrix now,
0: that we're, we're in a simulation.
1: Uh, simulation theory is, is really funny since it's mathematically probable, but uh, so utterly impractical and ultimately um, inconsequential.
0: Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, what's real is consequential, at least. To some degree, you know, if if what the reality that we're in isn't truly reality and we're jacked into, you know, a simulation somewhere, then nothing is consequential, except that which is
1: outside of the simulation. If we turn this into uh, a philosophy episode, I'm just going to take over the whole thing. <laughs> let's not do that. Instead, let's talk about
0: NFTs and crypto. Here on idea. Yahoo News, there's a crypto podcaster by the name of Andrew Steinwald, and he has raised $100 million from Andre's and Horowitz Partners and the Vinkel Vise for a new NFT fund. His firm is called Safermian. Is that right? Saffermion, S-F-E-R-M-I-O-N. I thought that might be a typo. It's not. It's Saffermion.
1: Hey, well, where, where is our $100 million NFT fund?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't. See, that's the thing. I don't want other people's money. I never have. And in all of the years since I got started um, building online business, um, I'm not taking any additional funds. At the very beginning, my partner, whose name will be unspoken because it's right up there with Voldemort, um, took, he took $25,000 angel investment from his friend uh, who never asked for anything back. And it allowed him to uh, to leave working in the, the um, nine to five sector for a time, but it didn't really help us get anywhere and i have never spent more than i've had and i've never taken capital from anybody and i never want to because all of a sudden you're beholden to them unless you get fortunate and and score a silent partner a really quiet one although this you know this fund here this of course is um, to be able to purchase nfts as an investment so this isn't them taking money necessarily for a business it's saying now that we've got this fund going everybody's going to get a piece of the action here because nfts are so hot right now NFT is so hot right now they really are uh, and people are finding all kinds of scams by the way those of you watching the video sorry i forgot to share my screen at the beginning to show you other videos and you've had to stare at us this whole time because just not that much to look at. I mean, you'd probably rather see the stories, but right here on cryptonews.com, a half billion dollar fake NFT sale becomes a real PR stunt. What happened here?
1: That's a fantastic question. I'd like to dig into this. And understand
0: So it. I think a guy, it was a wash trade that Somebody sold it to themselves. It was uh, CryptoPunk number nine 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 eight, and the CryptoPunk bot that shows every time a CryptoPunk is uh, transacted came up and said that this punk uh, was bought for five hundred and thirty-two million dollars, and people are talking about this and, and what it really ended up being as is uh, a wash trade right, where the buyer and seller would be the same person.
1: Interesting. So this is essentially a way of illegitimately purchasing blockchain-based press for your project by taking out a loan, selling an, an NFT to yourself for an insane amount of money, buying that NFT, yeah, buying that NFT with your other account, and then repaying the loan. So it's taking out a loan and repaying the loan, but in the middle of that, you're giving yourself some massive utility. Don't do that. Don't do that.
0: Yeah, so Larva Labs, the creator of the CryptoPunks, explained this in a series of tweets, and you can see the tweets and the article uh, right in our show notes at nifty.show forward slash 107. Ask what the purpose of the flash loan back sale might be. Mariano.eth. The same Twitter user that explained the process said, quote, because it's fun, I suppose. And now we're all talking about it and it shows as the largest punk sale ever. So I wonder if those who track this will remove this as an actual sale. If you know it's the same person, is it? you're not really selling it. You're not really buying it. You're just moving it from one of your accounts to another via a transaction. But the blockchain doesn't know the difference. But we do, mm-hmm. we do. So you know, humans are the ones that build reports and decide what's. You know, there there's cryptos that are not listed, but there they could have a lot of volume. But the exchanges and the tracking sites decide not to list it. Doesn't mean they don't exist. It means they're just not recognized. Right. So and we just recognized it. <laughs>
1: Good, good I un- for us. <laughs> I
0: unrecognize you. Shun. Sh- I shun that story. Uh, some people don't get the appeal of NFTs. And it's really interesting when you see somebody in the crypto exchange uh, marketplace saying it. The founder and CEO of FTX, big crypto exchange, Sam Bankman Freed, um, is is one of those people. Uh, he said, visual aesthetics are not a thing that I understand. Paintings in general aren't worth I actually don't get it. I don't personally understand the appeal of a Rembrandt painting. And when I see (laughs) NFTs, a part of me is like, I don't get the appeal of some of these. But a part is like, okay, I also don't understand the appeal of the Mona Lisa, to be honest. So basically he he doesn't understand the reason for art to even exist.
1: Beauty is a matter of meaning. Beauty is one of the reasons for why life is worth living. Beauty is something that we as human beings are uniquely positioned to both cultivate and appreciate. If you don't understand the value of aesthetics, uh, then please don't comment on aesthetics. That's all I I have to say on that.
0: Right. Yeah. But if you're fortunate and you do comment, then you get an article in CryptoNews.com. If you're (laughs) a big enough name to not know what the rest of the world is, is on about Uh, practical applications of blockchain and NFTs There is a company called a and they have launched the first medical NFT. Now, what in the world are they doing with this? I have not seen this story before, so I'm trying to drill down.
1: It says that emedis founded in 2020, is a blockchain-based platform that offers various affordable and effective health services. Uh, the platform is active in almost every continent with a large number of patients already onboarded, and it's launching the first scientific and medical NFT marketplace in November, starting with a cancer trial. Okay, hold on. Let, let's zoom in on scientific and medical NFT marketplace. So we're talking about the purchase and sale of scientific and medical data.
0: Correct. It looks at what they, they want to do is make it so hospitals, researchers, healthcare providers, and doctors will be able to generate NFTs, put anonymized data into them, sign the data, and then sell them to pharmaceutical industry, researchers, and AI companies.
1: I am curious as to... The consequences that this would actually have on the pharmaceutical industry. There is absolutely no questioning whatsoever that the pharmaceutical industry needs to be deeply disrupted and that there is a moral need for that to take place, as there are many instances in which uh, especially American pharmaceuticals are price gouged and people are suffering as a result of it. So this episode of the nifty show is not brought to you by Pfizer. Correct. Or Moderna or Johnson and Johnson or AstraZeneca or, you know, I remember um, probably
0: 25 years or so ago when there would be people talking about how evil big pharma was and I didn't get it at the time I did. I just didn't. I'm like, you know, this is the medical community. They're trying to help people. Wow. How the times have changed. I mean, now I look at big pharma, I think this is one, they are one of the worst groups of businesses on the planet. They are not interested in helping people. They are interested purely in selling medications, whether they are helpful or not. Sorry for those of you that might be in the medical industry that are good people, but kind
1: of even, you know what I'm talking about. I have a suspicion that you're right. I have a a feeling that they actually do. Yeah.
0: It's all about the monies. So there you go. A little uh, taste of some NFT medicine. Now let's move to entertainment. And we're going to toot our own horn here for just a moment. Toot, toot. Uh, Just a few days ago was the launch of Draco Dice, the project that was your brainchild, Zach, the child of your brain, the spawn of your synapses. And Uh, wow. Wow.
1: This has been the single most exciting week of my life to date. Wow, that is
0: um, some high praise for this week right now. Uh, The Draco Dice sale was amazing. Something uh, a little more than 2,600 different people on the Wax blockchain bought packs of Draco Dice. Uh, More than 19,000 boxes slash packs of dice have been minted and uh, the community grew to over 11,000 people on Discord. And uh, you're, you're on something here, my son.
1: I think that we're all onto something because the only reason that this was successful, uh, it's not because of the work that I did, but it's because we have a, a very intelligent community that understood the vision, that is aligned with the vision, that cannot wait to see the vision brought to fruition. A vision of major interoperability of more power and agency for nft holders collectors and gamers and they are the reason for why this was a success at all and um the uh, the openings
0: were supposed to happen early was it yesterday morning i can't keep the day straight yes
1: it was supposed to happen uh last night last night and mere hours mere hours before the Unbox Timer was supposed to run down to zero and people would be able to open boxes. A savvy user uh, attending the Twitch stream that we were both a part of last night pointed out a couple of metadata errors. And I dug in and found that there were a lot of metadata errors. (laughs) So we unfortunately had to postpone the unpacking by a few days. And we have been doing very little other than rigorously revalidating all of the metadata because the community deserves a much better experience once they Mm -hmm. actually get to open up their boxes.
0: The amazing news is that the community has just responded with total and complete understanding and support. You know, I've seen um, look, with technology, stuff happens. It just does. And in this case, there was human error um, and people make mistakes and you, you either let the mistake go forward or you do your, you know, do the due diligence to fix it so that the best experience is brought forward. And our community has just been fantastic. Huge kudos to each one of you that has commented in the discord about, you know, um, you understanding and us taking the time to do what needs to be done. We're hoping uh, that, you know, no later than Thursday, we'll be able to have these openings barring any other uh, critical, you know, errors, but I don't see that happening. We want to, we were as excited about opening these as you are, Uh, And so it's going to happen, you know, it's a, a couple days, seems like an eternity when you're really excited about something. But we will look back at this and laugh. Ha ha. We will chortle and snicker and sniggle.
1: There will be much future, Glee. Yes.
0: Yes, there will. So, you know, hot off the heels of this. Uh, Recently, Travis and I interviewed Dominic Williams from the Internet Computer. If you'll look for a recent episode of the Bad Crypto podcast, and we talked about this blockchain that is truly fully decentralized and uh, empowering for people to build decentralized apps of all kind. And once we discovered that you could do NFTs, on the internet computer, we were introduced to the folks at entrepot.app, looks like entrepot, E-N-T-R-E-P-O-T.app, and they have a marketplace for NFTs. Uh, We are doing a pack sale of all new variations of our original Blockchain Heroes Series 1 set on entrepot on uh, November 12th at noon Eastern time. And uh, if you don't have ICP, if you don't have a wallet with ICP in it, you're going to want to get at least one and a half ICP to be able to buy packs because there's only going to be 5,000 packs in the sale at app. And if you're a Heroes fan or you're ready to try NFTs on a different platform, uh, we're we're very much about the whole space. And we want to see this intellectual property minted um, across a wide swath of blockchains so that more people can learn about the things that we're creating.
1: Exactly. Uh, there's no reason why uh, the work that we're doing should be uh, isolated to wax. And we feel that by creating some fresh versions of the heroes that uh, our collectors have grown to know and love, that uh, perhaps they can be encouraged to branch out a little bit and decentralize their own portfolios.
0: By the way, I'm not going to lie. You see these right here, poked bots.
1: Um, Those are pretty interesting.
0: They're, they're very interesting. In fact, they're so interesting that I bought three and I'll show you the ones that I got. I, I really <laughs> love
1: the pizza bot with lollipops on it. Isn't he
0: amazing? <laughs> I mean, I love, 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 Uh, two out of my three i love and this is one of them this pizza bot with the lollipops and it looks like pepperoni hands almost like you know the pepperonis are curled and he's got his little face in there and then the uh the other one that i really like is this one right here he's like a game controller for a body Um, how original aren't these clever So I I just, I like to buy things. I I like liking things. Just call me Abed because I like liking things and I like purchasing NFTs. and I like trying stuff
1: on these different platforms. And so I've got three poked bots. A friendly reminder to everyone that liking things is not cringe. No, what's wrong with liking things? Why would it be cringe? Nothing. Well, some people think that liking things is cringe and I'm just reminding everyone that that's not the case. I think that
0: thinking liking things is cringe is cringe. That is cringe. That's super. That's that's total cringe. That's like, you know, who hurt you? Show me show me on the dollar where the NFT hurt you. (laughs) (laughs) So hope you guys will join us for this. By the way, if you want to learn more about the things that we're doing, then you need to join our discords for Draco Dice. Go to discord.gg forward slash draco dice just like it sounds draco dice and if you want to see all the things in the blockchain heroes universe as well as the bad crypto podcast and the nifty show um, the hero hq is getting ready to ramp up and you want to be in there because that's where we drop nfts in fact every hour there's a random drop of an nft go to discord.gg forward slash hero hq and be part of our community there Uh, let's talk about some brands zach because they are moving in on metaverses and NFTs and and uh, digital goods, so Nike is uh, is the first one here in this story.
1: There's something I I that makes me deeply uncomfortable about the Bitmoji graphic style. Mm-hmm. Was, I'm not I'm not sure what it is. I'm not sure if it's that that it just feels so manufactured. This is totally off topic. I'm just I'm just having this. This line art dude holding a shoe, staring into my soul, and it doesn't feel good. Is it unsettling? <laughs> it's very unsettling. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, regardless of how Zach's
0: soul is unsettled <laughs> by the cartoon, <laughs> show show me on the Bitmoji where you're unsettled. The uh, eyes, thighs. It's it is the eyes. It's spooky, isn't it? It's like, hey, yeah, buy my sneakers. So Nike is uh, according to this article here from business insider going all in on the metaverse as revealed by an analysis of three years of patents and some key executive moves. So the, you know, the different things that they're going to be looking here are all across the map of digital strategy, whether it is um, attaching digital components to their sneakers, intelligent, electronic shoes, drops, avatars, NFTs, Uh, Nike is uh, just going to do it.
1: In August, Nike got a patent for avatars that would connect to a user's athletic performance. So this sounds like some Internet of Things material going on where there is some sort of uh, app integration with the footwear, which we've, we've been seeing that sort of leaking into the market slowly as manufacturers have been beginning to experiment with that, so this does seem like a logical next step pun unintended, I swear. You didn't mean to. I do I'll know. tell you,
0: if there's going to be an NFT that tracks my uh, my physical activity, it's just going to be of a
1: guy laying on the sofa or something. <laughs> <like this. laughs> it's, it's just going to be an actual potato. <laughs> With
0: eyes. Can, can my potato have eyes, please? And, and Not soulless a, ones either. A goatee. Like,
1: and I don't have a goatee. Oh, you don't have a goatee, right? Not now? anymore. I have so a, I'm, I have a, I have a beard. I haven't had a goatee in years. Oh yeah, you're right. It's like whenever my mind conjures images of you, um, I see the goatee yeah. in my mind's eye. Do you, do you see the ponytail? Um, now I do. Yeah, yeah. That's that's sort of been a recent modification to my mental registry. You can't unsee it once you've seen the ponytail. <laughs> it's there forever. <laughs> ponytail, Joel.
0: So that's Nike. Meanwhile, um, the VV app by continues to make news i mean they've already got marvel as a brand they've got ghostbusters they've got back to the future they've got the um what are the the girls the powerpuff girls and now they've got uh, star trek now they've also got disney which of course disney marvel all tied together and um they've been releasing these blind boxes of nfts where you get a golden uh, moment they've done um Frozen and they did some other Marvel stuff. I can't keep up with, with all of them, but these things sell out instantly every dang time. And I, not being a financial advisor, personally believe that um, Ecomi and Vivi are one of the most undervalued plays right now. In my humble opinion,
1: doing, go do your own due diligence. They are doing an incredible job of onboarding. Enormous brands and not a fantastic job of exploring the potential that their platform has outside of simply getting those brands on board.
0: Well, also uh, one of the
1: problems they're having
0: is with delivery. Um, There's like I tried to buy the other day and they blamed it on a third party that um, you know whatever the servers didn't scale, what have you. Um, So it was nice. It was like it wasn't us, and and I get that because again things break but it's it's been really frustrating for me every time i try to buy of course the big news here is that they're going to be partnering with uh, immutable x this is actually news from the summer but this has not happened yet or no, we've not yet seen the the move because the vv collectibles on their own while um you know omi is powering a blockchain the nfts aren't actually living on a blockchain to my knowledge, but they will be moving everything to immutable. And um, that's gonna help mean these NFTs are gonna be uh, tradable.
1: Has there been any instance previously of non-mintable assets becoming mintable on blockchain?
0: Um, Not to, now there's others who have promised, for example, the Quid app. Right. Right. That's what Um, I was thinking thinking of. They were still waiting on the full integration of uh, wax into it because the blockchain heroes cards, there's a certain number of them that are labeled as mintable, meaning that they must be able to mint them to wax here in the pretty near future. But it hasn't happened yet. So I'm not sure if anybody has successfully done this. But really, it's just moving the, you know, the database from your your centralized, you know, database to a decentralized blockchain. I know it's not that simple, right? Not that easy. The concept is is a pretty straightforward concept.
1: Yes, it's it's very simple on paper. The flowchart is uh, is not very complex, I'm sure. Keep your hands off my
0: flowchart. So, Zach, you've seen Pulp Fiction, right? Tarantino is one of my
1: favorite directors. So, yes, absolutely. I've seen Pulp Fiction. Have you seen all his films? You... No, not all of them. There's uh, there's a few I haven't gotten around to yet. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is uh, among the very few on that list. Actually, what, one of my least favorite
0: of, of his. I loved Django Unchained and uh, The Kill Bill, you know, part one and two is fantastic. Um, um, Pulp Reservoir Fiction. Dogs. Yeah, re- Reservoir Dogs, eh, Mr. Pink, Mr. Whatever. It was interesting. Um, I liked this the one that took place in um, the the West. The Hateful Eight. Yes, I thought the Hateful Eight was really good. I really enjoyed that. So anyway, Quentin Tarantino made a um, an appearance at NYC NFT NYC, and um, he has said that he is releasing some unreleased uh, Pulp Fiction content via nfts they are unreleased scenes from the movie plus handwritten scripts and audio commentary i'm going to actually pop here to the project website tarantino nfts.com there's a waiting list i'm going to jump on it right now because i want to know what's going on with these i'm just I, i this stuff fascinates me like what are they going to be uh are there going to be enough of them that,, um, other, you know, a lot of people will get to enjoy them. Oh, well, here it is. Each NFT contains one or more previously unknown secrets of a specific iconic scene from Pulp Fiction. The privileged person who will purchase one of these few and rare NFTs will get a hold of these secrets and a glimpse into the mind and creative process of Quentin Tarantino. The owner will enjoy the freedom of choosing one of these options. One, to keep the secrets to himself for eternity. Two, to share the secrets with a few trusted loved ones. Or three, to share the secrets publicly with the world. In other words, you're going to own it and you could do what you want with it. But what that means is that there's only a few of these and only the wealthy will be able to own one
1: my head spins just wondering how much these are going to be worth
0: yeah they're they're going to go for a lot these seven nfts are going to go for seven figures yeah no no doubt about it and you know it's kind of like uh what's his name martin screlly owning the um the album from um the rap Yep. From Wu-Tang clan. And he he had the only one, right. So nobody else had heard it. So I don't know if it was me, I wouldn't want to keep it to myself. Uh, you know, no, if absolutely I, owned, not. I would be like, Hey, let's all um, let's all share in the, the goodness here. Maybe it'd be, uh, you know, if you had permission to kind of film a documentary around the whole thing, right. And then use the, the funds, the proceeds for something good.
1: The concept of this is is very unusual as well because this is an instance of information being withheld uh, from people who do not own an NFT. I can't think of another time that that's happened. I'm not aware of one.
0: Zach, do you know what a quoka is? Have you ever heard of a quoka? Look it up and get me a definition of like what species is Q U O K K A S. I really want to know what a quoka is because this project is called Happy
1: Quokkas. <laughs> I mean, it looks like you know
0: rodent family of some kind. Happy Quokkas. Um, I guess it's inherent that they wear cool sunglasses. It's spelled Q-U-O-K-K-A-S. Happy Dot Don't worry. Be a happy quoka. Seven thousand seven hundred seventy-seven generative. Quokas that you can call your own, and it promises you lifetime entry to the first decentralized community dedicated to mindfulness, personal growth, and positive transformation. So, this is all about personal development and nurturing self love. They've got an app, the Happy Quokas app.
1: Good vibes. Uh, so, a, a quokka is one of the things that is indigenous to Australia that will not try to kill you
0: oh look at them that's why they're happy because they don't they're not murder bears
1: <laughs> they are incredibly happy oh they're, my goodness.
0: they're happy they're spreading joy <laughs>
1: their you smiles can, are contagious
0: i know they're, they're so freaking cute i just i want some focus so uh mint day is scheduled for november 18th you've got to go like if you're listening to the show and you're missing out on some of the visuals you can always go check it out on the youtube channel it's on the bad crypto podcast channel at badco.in forward slash youtube or nifty.show forward slash youtube you can go there anyway and look at this episode 107 and and look at the quokas you you will be glad you'll be like there's one of them do you notice on his shirt it has wag me
1: i I, oh yeah yeah it's on his sweater sleeve which means i think they're called Quakas. they're quakas. I think so. What do I call them? Quokkas.
0: Oh, Quokka, Quokka. You say Quokka, <laughs> I say Quokka. They're I, I so was... happy.
1: They don't care. <laughs> uh, it looks like if you sign up for the waiting list, there is a sort of gleam slash sweep widget type thing where you can take some social actions to promote the project to uh, increase your chances of minting a Quokka before they run out.
0: Look at the team. Even the team looks happy. Like this is genuine. I, this, this makes me happy to see this. These people, they all look like, you know, we're down with this project. We're into this. There's a lot of generative projects out there, but this is like, to me, this feels like a real passion project.
1: They could just be happy because of all the money they're about to make. Maybe,
0: maybe pretty sure this is a Solana project too which I'm always happy to see, um, Solana, because we don't have the gas fees there. Uh, one more corporate piece of news here. So <laughs> I don't know. I remember when the McRib first came out 40 years ago. Uh, that was back when I ate McDonald's. I haven't eaten McDonald's um, in well over a decade. I've probably had one quarter pounder of cheese in the last 25 years because frankly i think it's pretty damn gross fries are good probably had fries a few times because somebody drove through and gave me some fries but i remember eating the first mcrib and it was at the time a magical sandwich
1: there is such a missed opportunity here because a a guaranteed way to give a food-based nft value is if you can verify that you own that nft at the uh the line at the cash register. You just get the item for free. Just get Mm. a lifetime supply of McRibs. (sighs) So (laughs) they're celebrating
0: the return of the McRib um, and they're giving away their first NFTs, 10 digital versions of the fan favorite sandwich. And like the NFTs are actually they're not bad. You know, it's this gold. It's it's this sloppy looking nasty sandwich. on this crappy piece of bread on in this golden glowing frame and a golden corridor on a golden pedestal.
1: Dude, I promise you that's not even a real McRib that's that's food art in, in food art. They use all sorts of inedible substitutes to, to create the image of delectable uh, edible items. But uh, there, there's no way that's even,
0: a real I, I don't language. think we should call it food art. I think that's too many syllables. We should just call it fart that can serve on syllables. It's just, it's just far. Uh, but this is, uh, it, it's kind of a big deal, I guess. And so let me see if we can actually see the video uh, we can in this tweet right here, we should be able to see, there it is. I'm gonna turn the audio off. Look at it. It's, it's glowy. It's spinning. <laughs> if you guys have seen, um, at the end of the nifty show, we have a glowing gold card, that uh, plays after the music and i think perhaps we inspired mcdonald's because mcdonald's ripped us off our what the glowing hell? gold card was done i don't know nine months ago and now mcdonald's is doing so the nifty show inspires uh corporate america apparently either dust restaurant brand yeah suck it mcrib <laughs> i don't know it's it does make me happy to see these big brands getting into it we're still in the experimental early adopter phase of all of this we're a long way from mainstream adoption but um you know them dabbling in it and playing around uh, can't hurt you got you got to dabble somehow and what and if you're mcdonald's what are you going to make nfts of? like let's let's come up with a better idea for mcdonald's right now uh, ronald mcdonald inspired generatives Yes, that right there is a better idea because you don't have to show pictures of the
1: crappy the, food. The the golden arch clown syndicate. There you go. <laughs> the golden arch clown syndicate. Gax. Gax. Yep.
0: Gax. I, I like that. Does that you mean can, he's you gonna... can have
1: clowns for clowns and they're, they're you know they're going to be sending their profile images to those those Ronald McDonald relatives. You
0: know, and then what you do is the wholesale proceeds go to the Ronald McDonald house.
1: Yeah, right. absolutely.
0: All, all of them. Involve like, some charity. Yeah. So there you go, McDonald's. Your marketing people have failed you. We just gave you better ideas right there. So you can call us and um, and give us royalties. We're happy to, to take those. Um, let me reload the wax guy just to see what else is coming up here this week. So the, actually, there's um, Draco Dice on November 6th and just missed the Crypto Legends Dorsey and Zhao. Oh, this is a big deal. So if you're not paying attention to this on wax, um, Hot Wheels from Mattel, this, what a beautiful set of NFTs. I think you've seen these already, right? it's November 16th is when it's happening. And the packages are very much like the traditional
1: Hot Wheels packages of cars, only they're driving on they're, the road beautifully beautifully animated i am i am still a little disappointed that there hasn't been any indication of any sort of utility um but you know, it is cool it is, it is cool i'll probably get some yeah uh, what,
0: here's what disappoints me that there's only four rarities you've got your base which is a 74 percent chance which is high your yeah. rare 20 percent, your premium under five percent and your treasure hunt uh the golden nfth nift with a 0.62 percent chance
1: do, do um, we know why it's called an nfth
0: um because it's nift nf nf uh, NIF treasure hunt that's why nft hunt non-fungible treasure or treasure hunt, hunt. what
1: makes it a treasure hunt if it's that just you're opening packs dropping yeah. yeah
0: you're opening packs to try to find this but they yeah, are beautiful
1: i'm
0: like <laughs> I, i'm i'm like take my money and i'm like flinging my credit card at the screen because you know being wax and being a mainstream brand like mattel that you'll buy with a credit card in all likelihood and mm. um even the packs look cool it's like a garage, and the garage opens up, and inside you can see. The price is also reasonable: four packs for fifteen dollars, and ten packs for thirty-five.
1: Uh, I'm surprised. I, I do hope they will have at least some kind of mechanism, even if it's like the Street Fighter collectibles blending.
0: So, if you do get the uh, the treasure hunt one, it's redeemable for physical limited edition Hot Wheels diecast. Neat. So, yeah, you don't hear that word very often. I like that word, neat. Neat. You know what another way of saying neat is? Nifty. Nifty. And uh, niftydrops.io is still amongst our favorite places to go to find drops that are coming because they cover more than just Ethereum. You'll find on niftydrops.io, Ethereum, Solana. Look at these, Rancid Royalty. (laughs) Those are cute. They're kind of South Park-ish.
1: A little, a little South Park ish.
0: Yep. Sneaker Wars drop two happens on Friday. If you missed that the first time, Leather Faces that we had on uh, recent nifty show is uh, coming up on Saturday the thirteenth. Trumplicans (laughs) and (laughs) NFTs of Trump. Okay, he's look funny. Uh, He's going to make NFTs great again. Danger Noodles. Danger Noodles. (laughs) He's got a brawn danger noodles there's (laughs) there's hot wheels the party grandpa retirement club i don't know what the um utility is behind any of these but it's fun to go poke around look at this one ghostbusters afterlife is this officially licensed ghostbusters generatives mini
1: it's all marshmallow men.
0: yeah it's a collaboration between jason reitman uh who is um uh, the original Reitman's son, who uh, was the, is the director and writer of the Ghostbusters Afterlife film. So I hope the new movie that's coming out is going to be good. But um, Big Head Club, what is Big Head Club? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I have to have some of these. I, 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 ha- I, I have to. I must. I must. I'm going to join the Discord right now. I mean, they, they took
1: the, the best possible mascot from the original film because it wasn't going to be Slimer and they turned it into a generative series.
0: Yeah, there you go. I'm, I'm good with that. The other place that I uh, recommend that you check out and subscribe to is nftcatcher.io. Um, these guys keep a mailing list and every day they do a drop on what's hot. And uh, we're, we're grateful that they featured Sneaker Wars, uh, not Sneaker Wars. They, well, they did feature Sneaker Wars, but they also featured Draco Dice this, uh, this last weekend. And so this is a free mailing list uh, that you can go sign up to. And that way in your inbox every day, you'll get notified. I think they've got over 20,000 people now on their uh, their mailing list that's getting these notifications from them. Because you got to keep up somehow. And we can't do all the research for
1: you. My my way. tolerance for one of one projects is is like decreasing in real time as we scroll through these websites, and it's just nothing but generative art projects. Yes, but you
0: want one of these Ghostbusters, don't you?
1: No, I don't. I actually don't. Look, it's a it's a cool idea. It's it's cute. I I don't want an Ethereum Marshmallow Man.
0: I I totally want one of these. And look, there's a little teaser. Trailer on the site. Let's just watch this. I want to. I want to see what this is here. Something going on in the in the yeah, ice cream Robin. Probably Yeah, yeah, that does look like Hey, okay, he's shopping. Strawberry What's melon. his name? Marshmallows. Paul. Uh oh, there's marshmallows. <laughs> <to busting> out. <laughs>
1: Oh my. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my gosh! Yeah, I I, I have to have. Um, The Ghostbusters are on the loose. And so the mini puffs have been revealed. And now you really have to go to look at this. In fact, you don't even have to go watch our show. Go to 12daysofafterlife.com and you can can see it right there. That's
1: what's happening. I I will say I I have heard rumors floating about that. uh, The Ghostbusters folks learned some hard lessons from their previous attempt at a reboot. And the last I heard... Afterlife is being written as if the reboot never happened, which does seem to me to be the wisest course of action, which is probably a
0: good idea. And it's my understanding. I don't know. This confirmed that Bill Murray makes a cameo in it.
1: Um, I I hope he didn't.
0: I, I hope he does coming up on Thursdays live nifty show the one and only bro bro ken bosak coming up uh, he's got the ken token he's got new nfts and it's going to be super fun he'll probably be ripped because that's what he does uh we've got uh, rory rory is coming on the show for maybe the fifth or sixth time i think and he is with uh, the gpk set that r2 collectibles is putting out and it's spelled g-e-e-p-e-e k-a-y gpk.io it's a uh, a spoof of a spoof right because garbage pail kids is a spoof of cabbage patch kids and so gpk is a
1: spoof of garbage pail kids how far does the spoof rabbit hole go can we get somebody Uh, to spoof gpk
0: well let's first they have to sell theirs and then our exclusive interview with joel zimmerman aka dead mouse you don't want to miss the show comes up thursday at 5 p.m eastern standard time which is now an hour behind me it'll be six o'clock here in puerto rico and uh, zach thanks for joining me again for another fun show yeah it was a blast let's see if you can end it the right way this time keep it shifting.